Welcome into the Clocker Sports Roundtable. We are trying this again. No, the first time around, it didn't quite go the way that uh, it should have. So this is take two, but that's the way it is in show business, man. You get, if, you, if you don't try, you don't mess up. You don't know how to make it succeed the next time around. So uh, with that being said, I'd like to get right into it and bring in the rest of the guys. Guys, um, we're going to go around. We're going to all state your piece, state your case. And, uh, man, we got some topics to talk about. We're going to keep it Chicago this time, though, because I think, I think there's a lot, enough going on in, in the area that we can, we can cover some ground here. So um, first question I want to ask and, and bring it up. We were talking about it off there, and the debate was getting kind of heated. It was awesome. <laughs> the, the boys of summer, right, the guys who are supposed to be playing right now, the Cubs and the White Sox, Chicago baseball is, is, is on fire, and I just want to get some opinions on, on expectations and, and where you are or how happy you are with the season right now. We're going to start off with you, Stephen Wright. What's up, bro? Well, to say that my, the, the beginning of this baseball season has been nothing short of fantastic, I would be lying to you. But there are some troubling concerns within the 10-2 start of my Chicago Cubs. Now, the White Sox are performing as expected. They're going to hit the ball extremely well. Their pitching might be somewhat suspect. Please, White Sox fans, curtail your enthusiasm. It is on its way. Luis Robert is the truth. Eloy Jimenez is the truth. Yoan Mankata, the truth. We all understand that. Just relax. The Twins are gross, and they're significantly better than you. So, moving on from that issue, we're going to talk about the Cubs. And before we got on air, me and my man, what was it, Thomas? Is that your name right? Travis, 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 I'm sorry. Travis, we were having a great discussion. Like I said, like I said, we, this is, we are coming together for really the first time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Me and Travis were having a great discussion about the Cubs and how they're performing well above expectations. But unfortunately, there's some, prob- there's some troubling concerns. The starting pitching, for example, has been nothing short of sensational. It is the best in the league by far in terms of performance, in terms of runs allowed and all that other stuff. I'm sure there's, the Indians are extremely gross too but their offense is eh. but um the starting pitching has only given up 16 runs in like 73 in a third innings pitch right sensational stuff sensational sensational stuff but the bullpen in only 35 and two-thirds innings pitched has given up 28 runs That's no not offense good. is it's not it's not, not good at all, at all. There are six relievers in the bullpen right now with an ERA that is over 10. There is one at nine, and there is two at seven. Um, Craig Krimbrell has a whip of 4.42, so that means he is allowing at least four and a half base runners each time he steps out on the mound, which is very, very problematic. So that's my rant. I love this team. I, I, I think we are in it all the time. But unfortunately, it, every October, it comes down to the same story. Do you have a bullpen? That is the only way you're going to win. Take it away, gentlemen. Travis, go ahead, man. Go ahead and drop some Cubs love on us. Let us know how you're feeling about this season. Okay, I'll tell you exactly what I feel about this season. First of all, we're over, we're, we, have, we have highly, highly overachieved. I'll tell you that. First of all, Tyler Chatwood, um, like you said, he's coming off his two best starts. I will definitely give you that. Um, he's been phenomenal. In his last two starts, no, no doubt. But I cannot tell you. First of all, I'm not a White Sox fan at all, so I, I would definitely tell you I do not follow them that much, not period. But overall, <laughs> I will tell you, Javi has been killing it. He's he's been doing his thing. Um, I got to bring up the stats. I got to give give you some more stats. One second. One one second. Hold on. One thing that I want to mention while you're going and finding those stats. These yeah. teams are both coming in hot. Like the Cubs are getting thumped tonight, right? But who just said that score? We don't need you to bring up hurtful things, okay? We're trying to uplift them here. The Cubs is looking forward to that that series against the Cardinals. Don't even worry about tonight's game. Right? Man. They got the be- the best start in fifty one years. David Ross got them. We need to touch on David Ross, by the way. So hold on. Saying, Remember how big of a Somebody that? I was second. laughing so hard at people, regular civilians, just laughing at them, questioning it. I would just go into Cubs group chats and just laugh at people because like they think I, I think managers have importance, but it's not like 
insane amount of games. You know, like Joe Madden is one of the top managers in the game. And I was, I was going to ask you that. How do you feel? Because you seem to be the baseball guy. How do you feel about managers and, and their impact on, on the players? I think they have an impact, of course. But, like, the one thing I definitely do see is that their time runs out. And that, I don't know. It's really hard to tell, especially these days. It seems like their time runs out even quicker than before. Like, I, by the end of these last two years, Joe Madden had lost the team. They were not interested in listening to anything he had. At all. Um, Chili Davis, I don't know what the deal with that was. Just nothing, nothing they seen. The things that were working in the beginning were no longer working. So when, you know, we let go of Joe Madden, which I thought was a year too late. Um, oh, so you were, one of, so you were, so you were one, of, one of the guys that were pro letting Madden go? Um, yeah, because, like, I, I believe in the progression like, for example, the Golden State Warriors, Mark Jackson to Steve Kerr. Mark Jackson set the tone for that team defensively for those first few years before they got KD. But they had they could no, just outscore people. Now, see, now, that's my wheelhouse right there, the NBA. But, right, I was one of the guys that was for letting Mark Jackson go because even though he had them, them ready to go uh, defensively, somebody needed to come in and get them – in a different direction. You had, just to, had get to turn the key. To get, get them going offensively. You had exactly. to get the fire going. Because his voice had ran stale. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Even though the guys loved him, you needed to get them going offensively. I'm sorry. And that's I, how it goes. And I believe that. I, and I believe but I believe but, with the Bulls. I believe with the Bulls and Thibodeau. Oh, oh yeah, your turn. Go. Yeah. Was I, that your will? Yeah, I just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I disagree, but that's another topic for for yeah, another we, we time. We talk, yeah, we you talk disagree about, about what? Mark Jackson right being gone? Yeah, I yeah, we can talk I about Jackson. We'll talk Mark Jackson in, in a minute. But I want to get Will's thoughts because he was busting in there with some with some Cubs. He's not worried at all. I want to hear Will. What is, what is your expectations for the rest of the season for the Cubs? Uh, well, my expectations for the Cubs this season is okay we'll uh, for them to, to capitalize on this hot start. Even if they don't, don't even get to the no, the uh, World, uh, World Series, I mean, I just I'm looking for them to get to the playoffs because they still they still got their their core players, you know. They they still got uh you know Chris Bryant, Rizzo. Uh, Schwarber, Anthony right. Rizzo. They got, they got all those. Ian they got all, right, all of those guys. Uh, yeah, and 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 they, and, and they still got the solid starting pitching. Uh, I, I'm with I'm I'm with Steve. Uh, with the uh, mm-hmm. the trouble with the bullpen, which which has been a problem the last couple years. Jason bullpens are every other, other year. Leading us to OPS, but uh, how is he leading us to on base? Is he's leading us in slugging? Who is Jason Kipnis leading us in slugging? Not I, not to I, interrupt I, you. I'm just how is that possible? That's the Cubs Sorry, are that's... way more of a team by committee than like a one person thing. Oh, like... oh right, a one. Per- but I'm just saying, right? But I'm just just to think about them overall. For him to be leading us in slugging, right? That's troublesome. And for the more, first think, twelve games, yeah, I think you just kind of nailed it, Stephen. This year, more than anything, it's about the committee approach and whoever gets hot is the one that's going to ride out. Because we all came into the season wanting to see a lot more out of Chris Bryant, but it's been kind of a struggle for him early on. So whoever gets it done, gets it done. Right if they can get this last run right before there. they break the band up, then I think. Every fan will be happy because it's going to be disappointing if they get through this entire roster makeup with only one ring. I don't care how hard it is to win. Exactly. We were going to say the same thing about the Blackhawks until they started alternating on and off season. So I think and that's that, a different and it took 108 years to get that <laughs> ring, man. Hey, it took but, 108 years. They got it. <laughs> yeah, and we're very thrilled with that. Hey, we but be aware of Jason Kipnis. We all covered that, by the way, for school. Don't disrespect J- Jason Kipnis for a 60. 60- Hey, stretch, he I, could I be decent for us. That dude could be our starting second baseman for the season. Hey, he gave we just need him for 16, by the way. Exactly. He gave us hell. He's not yep. a horrible player. He, gave he just us had a bad year on a contract year, and the Indians were like, nah, fam, we don't need you. And yep. so yep. we got him for a good deal. Dude, Steven Sousa Jr. was snapping before I he got agree. hurt. I so agree. these people should right. come back. Well, this is the perfect season for guys to get hot. Sixteen. You Tyler, you've been uh, – It's a short season. It's a, it's a pandemic season. It's already so, mid-August. You, know, you got to get it where you can. You got to The ball is can. flying. Tyler, it's you've been quiet tonight. back there, man. What's your thoughts on the season so far? Well, I'm pleasantly surprised. I would probably be agreeing with Travis. I probably would have thought they would have started off 500 or thereabouts. And it's been a lot better than that. You know, they've had issues with the bullpen, which is obvious. 
it's yeah, we knew that was gonna happen. That's four fair. years. I mean, ever since, even when they had to roll this Chapman, it was still a question it's so mark. So suspect. It's, it's always so been a question mark. There's been a lot of guys that we've fallen in love with coming out the bullpen for years, and it just hasn't exactly worked out for me. An example, I believe that guy for me this year might be Jeffries. <laughs> for whatever reason, I, think, I like Jeremy Jeffers like. this year. He's going to be decent. He's going to be decent um, for us. But they need help. I know we're only twenty percent into a sixty-game season, or a little bit. Actually, yeah, right, exactly twenty percent into a sixty-game season. But they're going to need that help desperately out of the pen. And absolutely, we I know agree. it's only a matter of time before Lester tires out, and it's already August. It's going to get cold, so you Darvish is about to be going void. So. They're going to need more <laughs> pitching help. Um, Alec Mills. Oh my I don't gosh. trust you, Darvis, anyway. Does, does, anyone, does anyone trust you? No. 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 The only person I, I trust. Not. Right. Honestly, exactly. the only person I trust in October, there's two. The professor. It is the professor and John Lester. Yep. John, no, no. Does anyone not trust John Lester in, in October? October. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So you guys don't think John Ross will have any effect on that or change the mentality? With, oh, David, my, David I think they different. love playing for him. Look, look David That's Ross, you got, you got to remember, not only is David Ross a champion in Boston, and a champion with the Cubs, he just left them as a player. They right, loved him. So they right, played the with impact, him. It's, it's almost like the Jason Kidd effect. He just left. And so I, I think it was a great hire. So I, I think I think they love him. So it not yeah. they're gonna play hard for him. It was a great right. hire. Right. We've been we've been really heavy on the Cubs, and I know we we touched on it, but we gotta talk about the White Sox. That's the surprise start to me. Um, I know we 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 I'm say the Cubs surprised. have been overachieving, but the White Sox roster has has kind of uh, worked in a symbiotic way more than I think most of us expected. I didn't expect the the pitching to hold up. Now it's been it's, they've had some bumps, but I um, in ERA. just they were just on a six game win streak, so it's not like they were they were been, they've been you know what I mean. Uh, the surprise to me. Yeah, well, yeah, but again, the Cubs mm-hmm. roster the Cubs. has been They're there surprised. more than they've more than been that, there. more than the side right. So, but man, this Sox team's 2015 Sox Cubs. Ah, see, now yes, that's where I – 100%. 100%. Oh, they, dude, they got that vibe. Dallas, Calco, Dallas Keiko, although I know he's nowhere near John Lester, he's just going to play that role for them. He's their big pitching free agent. Got Mr. Mr. Perfect Game, Dallas Keiko. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hey. Yeah. Dude, Luis hey, uh, Robert is the truth. That I dude expected, is legit. I expected the White Sox to be below 500 at this point. I think they're only one above anyway, so. Bingo. So, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I, so right. They, they are they are right right where I expected them to but be. But they're leading the league in hitting. Right. They're doing exactly what I – I shouldn't say I didn't expect them to lead the league in hitting. Me but they're hitting no. the ball. Wait, wait I expected them to score runs. I didn't even know they were leading the league in hitting. That, that's, yeah. They have the yeah. te- highest team average of 279. I mean, dude, Luis Robert's hitting 385 with a 1016 OPS. He's got four mm-hmm. stolen bases. He's the next Mike Trout, people call him. I mean, he's – He's all that and so a bag what's, of chips. What's well, the ceiling for this group? At the, uh... Dude, this team, ahead, if they can find this pitching. No, I'm just saying, it ain't about time that they hit some type of stride because, what, for the last, what, two, three years, they had the best farm system, the mm-hmm. best prospects yeah. in baseball. They did. So, I don't know, although, it's about although, time for them to start turning turning profit. <laughs> the most disrespectful thing that that organization has ever done was traded Fernando Tatis Jr. for James Shields. Yeah. That Man, was the, insulting. The biggest news I heard out of that organization was Ozzie Guillen said he hates Nick Swisher. And he ain't even managing there no more. So uh, Everybody hates Nick Swisher. Does, don't they? <laughs> it's, so funny, it's so funny how he comes off so loving, you know, as, a, as an analyst for FS1, though, right? No, nah, he can get his naked. You know, people were here. saying that he was on there on that FS1 interview lobbying for the job publicly. So they might not have been as as uh, innocent as you, you know, as you were portraying. I think it might have been t- intentional of him to try to make the remarks that he was making. Now, that kind of leads me to my next question. What do you think is going to happen with Ricky Renteria? Because we know what happened with him on the north side. I kind of feel a similar vibe with him on the south side. What about Deja you vu. Deja vu. Deja vu. Deja vu. It's a stopgap until they get the uh, manager they want. Exactly. How long did they sign Ricky for? Like one or he's going like one or two years at the most. Okay, but if he's already there, I'm sure 
I am sure, given the family that owns the White Sox, they'll find a way to get a cheaper <laughs> deal out of that. So, I mean, that's fair. And they just came out and mentioned financial well, issues. Is why Jim Boylan's probably going to keep his job right now for the Bulls. That's the other right. Team that exactly where we're going next. So, okay. Tyler, you just made it not in my mouth. He's going to stay. Yeah, but. We call that a tease. <laughs> so, yeah. So speaking of speaking of Ryan's though, we we I think we all agree that Victor Rinteri is not in it for the uh, for the long haul there on the south side. Although that roster is coming along and it might be a year ahead. They're just waiting for the money to come through to buy someone. That's they care it. About. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of Reinsdorf. That shifts us over to the Chicago Bulls and the news that Joe Cowley wrote today talking about uh, Boylan is likely to come back now. Uh, yep, I've been I've been following it for a while. Casey Johnson has been dropping breadcrumbs. Uh, Cali has been kind of you know softening the blow for it a little bit. This isn't as much of a surprise if you've been reading these two guys. However, it's extremely disappointing nonetheless to hear that Jim Boylan's coming back, and for financial reasons nonetheless. One of my big issues with Chicago, really with the Bulls and the Bears in particular, is that this is market three but they're often ran like a small market or an expansion team. That bothers the hell out of me. And that bothers what, the hell out of me. What makes it even worse in the Bulls sense is that Reinsdorf came out and did a, about, I think, two or three weeks ago. It was in July, mid-July. Mid did an interview where he said that they were facing financial issues. He, he specifically said, well, the Bulls played a majority of the season, so it's not them. It's the baseball side that's losing the money. So now to hear that they're keeping boiling around to not have to pay the $3 million buyout, to not have to pay two coaches, the Bulls fans are now paying for White Sox. It's like that's that's that to me is disheartening. I'm gonna stop being a Bulls fan if that's the case. Well, it's been no secret that the White Sox has been Jerry Reinsdorf's baby. He's been quoted as saying he would have traded before '05. He was quoted as saying he would have traded all six, all six of his titles with the greatest player to ever play in the NBA for one World Series championship. <sighs> He got a world. He can't be surprised. Yeah, before, before, five. before, before. five. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's, disheartening is is that's not even a <laughs> that is a very very understa. I mean, that is an understatement of the century. It, it is unbelievable how the Reinsdorf's run the Bulls organization. As a matter of fact, it, the people of Chicago, us, um. Except for Tyler, you're not. You know, you're not here. <laughs> Shout out to my man out there in the mountains. But we need to. <laughs> we, we we need to just like oust the Reinsdorf's as owners of Chicago. I mean, as, as the Bulls. Like seriously, we all know that they do not really want to, to be the owners of the Bulls. It's almost like the owner of the the co-owner of of the Atlanta Dream. We do, we both we all know that you do not want to be the owner. The White Sox has always been the baby. Get rid of them. I'm. This, this is sickening. It's, it's, it's just, it just blows me. I hate it. it. Like, it just blows me. It drives me insane. Get rid of them. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, there was even reporting not too long ago, to Tyler's point, um, where they were, like, talking about Reinsdorf and that uh, they're more focused on getting another ring out of the White Sox before he goes than they are worried about getting the Bulls back on track. And Exactly. This is this again. Like I said, it's market three. You and they're, they're treating like you market two. Completely out of your like, way like a, like to expansion team. Every championship team. Every every championship team. You broke the Bulls up after '98, and then when the Bulls had like a, a chance, when the baby Bulls were starting to get good, you broke them up. You fired Thibodeau. Then you bring in dumbass, weak ass. Uh, I'm sorry. Excuse my language. That, that's how infuriating it makes me to talk about the Bulls. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hear you know. And see, like, and that was man it makes me, man. That was one of my issues when they were talking about because early on, first of all, they cleaned house and we were sold that they were going to let Arturis Karnasovas run the show. He would have full autonomy. Now we all know that that only means so far as your boss is willing to let you go. I get that, <laughs> but right. The fact of the matter is, when he stopped yep. at Jim Boylan, that was my first red flag. And then the reasoning behind it didn't make sense. They said that they were keeping around to evaluate him better. They were hoping for a restart or a second bubble. And I thought to myself, Boylan's been around since 2015. He's got a, like a 30-something to 80-something record. Nobody on the team likes or well, I don't, don't want to say nobody, but your top guys don't like him. Mm. I don't know what else there was to see. Now, if you want to argue the point. No like oh, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I would say the top guys, I, but the top, Zach and Lowry don't like him. That's, exactly. that was, so, so, that's what now, I'm saying. I said all of them don't like him. Oh, oh, oh. But hold on. But hold on. My point, though. My point, though, is even if those maybe, – maybe you argue that those guys aren't worth catering to. 
whatever, right? You're telling I don't people care about the season you're, anyways. You're telling people that you're agree, holding on to this guy that, to evaluate him, to change over. your to change the yeah, outlook on your over, on your organization. Over. Like you're selling us <clears> all this BS and then the end it comes out, oh well, we're gonna keep him because of money. Like, damn. Come like, on, it, it's 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 insulting, it's depressing as a Bulls fan, and honestly, you you wonder how do you recover from this? If they were worried about quote unquote worried about Firing boy, and how that would look around the league with all the reports of, of Rick Carlisle from the Mavericks telling coaches to avoid Chicago because they fire coaches on holiday and, and, and grab you by the by the tie and fist fight you and stuff like that. Like, exactly. Why? 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 Just come out and say it. The message. The uh, message. That, the message that you are sending to the, the NBA and to your fans that you're not getting getting rid of rid of boiling because of financial reasons is we don't want to fight him because we don't want to pay him because of his contract. We don't want to pay him to sit at home. He's one of the cheapest hey. coaches. But exactly you just made my point. He's one of the cheapest coaches. We are that cheap that we don't want to pay him for firing him. That's yeah, all you're yeah. saying. That's all you're saying. What if we started to go fund me? Hey, so, so it's funny you bring that up. Wait, 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 wait. It's funny you bring that up because I brought that up to a coworker today, and the coworkers said that. I mean, immediately. Well, let's start a GoFundMe because we can't have that. Like, he's going to cover his contract, right? You to go. I feel the same way. It's it's almost like I feel There's the same way about about other things in Chicago as far as like sports things. Chicago is the third largest city, and and every single organization is ran poorly. It's ridiculous. Mm. I can tell you one Except thing that help you stomach this season with the Bulls. Yeah. I know it's sickening, but if this comes to fruition, I'm looking at this mock draft. I saw on Bleacher Report. No, they said mock draft on Bleacher <laughs> Report as of yesterday is, is, is uh, predicting that the Bulls will get the number one pick, right? Right. Nah, I don't saying, believe that. Yeah, it's going to be number seven. That's what they get. If they get it and we, they, and we can select LaMelo they, Ball. They're going to draft LaMelo Ball. <laughs> and you don't – like that. That's a problem. He got the wrath of the group. What you mean? You know how much excitement he going to bring to Chicago? Dude, I want LaMelo Ball. And then with the – with the with the uh, the new GM, y'all serious uh, right now, man? Eversley, uh, you got a tourist. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, and ain't ain't John Paxson still? Don't he still got some type of a hold on the organization? Yeah, maybe an, an advisory like, role. He's in the background. Right. So hold well, on, maybe Travis. He, maybe he advised. Yeah. Uh, One second, hold uh, on. What's his name? I'm gonna say maybe he advised Connor Silver. Hey, just keep boiling around for for this one more year. Come up with something about the money. Yada yada yeah. yada. And, and you know we're in a pandemic right now, you know, so we ain't gonna really be able to do what we need to do as far as getting the team together. I mean, you got to shake up the whole roster, really. Oh, absolutely, right. No, no, first, no, you, first, get, right. you get no, Lamelo Ball, keep Kobe White. I agree. So you, do you want Lamelo Ball, Travis? Absolutely not. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Nah, absolutely not. Okay, so I want you no to first. I, listen, time out, guys. I want you no to way, first. This wait a second. I no. want you to first tell me. Who you want, and then secondly, I want you to tell me why you don't want Lamelo Ball, and your reason cannot include anything to do with his father. <laughs> okay, oh. this has nothing to do with his father. I'll tell you exactly why I want Lamelo okay. Ball. That's fine. He has played absolutely no one except for someone overseas. He's absolutely unproven. You go look at anything on his highlight tape. What what has he got? What has he got besides a shot? What does Lamelo Ball have besides a shot and <laughs> a handle, a vision, the size, the length, the potential defensively? No, 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 no. He has a handle and vision. He has you just said besides shooting. I just gave you two more things for an oversized point god. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Dude, if, oh if you God. don't like his father, hey, that's one thing. But that man is the truth. point thing in the NBA right hold now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me come back at you. What makes you think he's gonna be so good? Because of the way he makes other people around him better. Yes, what? I understand. He went into the Australian. Why did his brother makes what? He, who does he make around him better, bro? I just want to know. Give me a name. That... Arvidas Sabonis. Oh, you didn't play with him. 
I don't know what players are on the Hawks, but all I know is that team was nothing without him. That was the joke. He has not played with anyone. He has not played with anyone. Okay, he's 18 years old. No, 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 no. He ain't got, he has not, he's not He's played better athletes than college players. He's played in grown man leagues. That's different. He's did NBA training. You, I'm not you, convinced by you just mentioned his brother. You acting like he ain't ball. training with NBA Travis, people. Do you, cons- <laughs> do you consider Lonzo Ball a decent player? What? Do you consider Lonzo Ball a decent player? I, actually, I love player? Lonzo Ball. I do too. But guess what? Lamelo is rated higher than Lonzo. <laughs> He's look, he's predicted I, to be no, the best ball, bro, the best ball yeah, player. Lamelo Lamelo is Lonzo with a shot, that's less passing exactly. ability, but Lonzo with a shot. About but same vision about, skills. I don't yeah. care about ratings. Y'all ask me about. I don't care about ratings. Ratings is someone else's opinions. Y'all ask me my opinion. I You're don't right. care anything about ratings. <laughs> love it. Love it. I, that's fine. Right. But so who do you want? You didn't answer my first okay. Who do you want? No, not 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 at all. That not at all. So I, I I don't care want, anything anything about Edwards? about ratings. That was oh, that I'm was okay with that. Right there. I'm not okay with that. You want Anthony no, Edwards? I don't, I, and to be honest, I don't even I don't even have an opinion on who should go number one. I'm gonna be I'm be perfectly honest. I don't I don't have an opinion on who should go number one because we are, I don't I haven't even seen enough of college basketball. I don't even watch enough college basketball to give a definite opinion on who should go number okay, one. So, okay, but so but but I'll tell you this. Lamelo should not go number one. He don't even play college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he should not. You go might be. You might be upset right now, draft night, buddy. But I guess might he might be. be no, he, I, draft I don't want him for the Bulls. No, I he know. went over and dominated in, in overseas. Yes. I don't want him. For, y'all ask me, should he go? Y'all ask me, do I want him for the Bulls? I do. Who's gonna ask me that question? Yeah. Go, oh man, will we be nasty? <laughs> How we gonna be nasty? <laughs> How are we gonna be nasty? He's way with who? With him, no. Zach Levine, Kobe White, Lowry Markinen. Now if we can get rid on. of Boylan. Hold on, pause, pause. Now you get rid of Boylan. Up, you brought up Zach Levine and and uh and and Lowry Markinen and and Jim Boylan. Now keeping Jim Boylan around means that you're probably gonna be uh upsetting you're pissing you some people off. Exactly. Yeah. Now Cali recently was on uh, GN Sports. Uh, I think it's GN Sports at Night. However, the name of the title is, and he was talking about. Uh, teams are interested in marketing and, and Carter. If you remember a couple of weeks back, there was a report out of New York that the Knicks are putting together a list of players to go and uh, trade for. And Zach Levine fit the description of the player that they were talking about. Now, if you move a Lowry marketing or a Wendell Carter, you open up a space for a big man. James Wiseman is a guy that I've been, I've been looking more and more uh, into with the bulls with the bleach report news that the bulls can move up. Um, I don't think they're going to get one, but I can see them moving up. And if they do, and Wiseman falls to them because of concerns about him leaving college and stuff, that would be somebody I think would, would elevate them to a whole different level. They could, they could build around that guy. I agree with that. Wiseman like James is a Wiseman. good player. You know, he can run the flow, lengths. He, he can score. He can defend. I mean, he got all the tools for today's NBA. I don't know, I don't know much about his jump shot, but – Those three are the top three, in my opinion. LaMelo – Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman. I would not be upset if the Bulls got any of those three. I like Wiseman. I like the less miles on the tr- he has less tread on his on his tires. Now, okay. He's like what about another one? And Steven, this was this question is particularly for you because I know how high you were on this guy a little while ago. If we get the seventh pick. If we get the seventh pick. (laughs) Here's here's the thing. I was going to say, I'm warming up to the idea of him becoming a bull after watching more and more film. Now, I do wonder the ceiling on a guy like that, and if we're kind of trying to find the next Luka, and you know how how dangerous that can be when you're trying to find the next anything. But what if he becomes a Peja Stoyakovich? That doesn't that look. I'd be fine with that. A page story I would be fine too. But I uh, way stiffer, but, but way stiffer. <laughs> like I like the guy. I mean his number. These first of all, don't look into overseas numbers. They don't wow anyone. Like Brandon Jennings went overseas for that one year and averaged like seven points. They don't wow. And yeah, <laughs> I know. He, I know he didn't last long in the league, but. He definitely was rookie of the year. And no, that's that's why I'm not – I just said I was warming up to him from watching the film. It wasn't all stats. It was seeing his feel for the game and how he moves around the floor. Um, he's very he's very Luka-ish. Like, I can't and, even – And front. you see the vision. And you yes. see – And those are the things I see with LaMelo Ball. Like, those are the things <laughs> I look for in a 
playmaker, which are those kind of guys. So if we get like the seventh picks, and again, like we were discussing earlier with Tyrese we're Halliburton. We're more around that seventh area, I think. I That's, doubt yeah. they get number one, yeah. Oh, who? Uh, the Bulls. I say we're probably, yeah, probably more seventh, around that seventh yeah, area. Yeah, we had seven, seven three years in a row, man. We yeah. get it. I'm off that seven. <laughs> I'm hoping we get this for some Get ready. Oh, we get one. <laughs> hey, I'm claiming we get one through three, one. man. Yeah. We got That's to get one of them. We got to believe. I mean, we have to believe. So, like, again, I, I don't believe in any seven, organization that decides to keep Jim Boylan as his head coach. Yeah, but luckily, <laughs> but luckily, we don't have to believe in the organization. We have to believe in the lottery balls. Humongous difference. So, but the thing with the seventh pick is I'm so, I was like, we got Lowry marketing, and then we got um, Wendell Carter, and then we got Kobe White. I like those three pieces, honestly. But now, if we get the seventh pick again, we got to take a risk on a guy. Does We don't know the ceiling of Dene, but – I'm pretty sure he's going to be decent. I'm not saying he's going to be Luca because Luca is like already ninth in 30 point triple doubles and the man barely can have a drink. And, oh, yeah. Ain't so, nobody going to be Luca. <laughs> so, like, Luca's a different breed. And the barely. Bulls dropped that opportunity a couple of years ago. And but, you bring um, up an interesting point about having to take a risk on a guy. Michael Porter Jr. has been tearing it up in the bubble. Back-to-back three-point games. The t- I, I wanted him to. No, I, was, I, was I was like, just, just take a risk on him. I, I wanted you him. took that name out of my mouth, bro. I was just thinking about <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, but we have a shot at him. That's fucking Yeah, we did. Believe. Yeah, we did. No, I, was we talk, did. I was talking to my son, asked me a question. Oh. <laughs> he said, he asked me, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Travis having two debates. Uh, no, no, Michael Porter. He's been tearing it up, and when they when they were – going through the process and there were all these medical reports coming out drop foot after all the surgery you see his family's medical history and it's like oh man it was a understandable pass but when you see how it's panned out you're like nah yeah especially for a team like the bulls who was looking for star power right exactly you, got, you, you exactly. have to be willing to take that leap um i think we saw something similar with bowl bowl same organization denver nuggets which we got carnes over now so maybe that's what had everybody excited in the first place but these are guys who have the talent but have some questions. Like. But to Steven's point, you have to take a risk. When you're not in those top spots, you got to get a little funky to try to make some money because these guys who fall are in that range for a reason. I think, they, I think the Bulls oftentimes, which is why I say they are ran like an expansion team, go for safe rather than trying to go for the goal. Like, for example, like Mike, Michael Porter Jr. was the number one player in high school. Unfortunately, at Mizzou, like, he hurt his back, which is a very, like, troublesome injury. I don't really like to think about right. basketball players and their back being hurt. That sucks. But even at Mizzou in his, first, in his only few games, the man was just disgusting. So as soon as that man starts feeling his, his shot again, his rhythm, it's a wrap. Like, the, neg- the Nuggets might have hit on their guy. I'm, I, I, my prediction for them is Michael Porter Jr., like, yeah, if the nug if he stay healthy, the Nuggets hit a home run because he was mm-hmm. he was talking about being a number one pick in that draft even before he went to college, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. during that time. And then they they thought he was gonna be a top ten even when he hurt his back. Mm-hmm. I know he been doing his thing at Missouri, so I mean, as long as I mean, I just hope. But he can he do it all. He's at Missouri. He's just a strong kid that can do it all. He's like six ten. Yeah, I think the- that's been the most encouraging part to me is that seeing how his body has matured in the short time, knowing that that's part of him being in an NBA regimen. And you go and you think about the bulls and how, when Carnesovas got here, he noted how they only had one guy uh, in the training position. And that brings me back to Porter. And I'm not sure if Porter comes here that we see him on the floor like this, this year. No, we won't. We just going to pay him his money and then he need to go. Yep. Pretty much. And so that's my concern with the with Lowry Marketing and Window Carter and Zach Levine. If you move on from them, are we sure that we've tapped those guys out? Are we sure that they'll like and I'm a person who's never never oh. been high on Lowry, never been high on Wendell. I love Zach, but I think we know what Zach is. My question though is moving them to play to not have to moving them so that they're not mad about boiling seems like you're putting your cart way before your horse. But yeah. at the same no, time, the are you are you keeping these guys because they're good or just because you don't have anything else? You know what I mean? Well, I think we got some young talent out there. I mean, I, I look at so people showing flashes, Shaquille Harrison, uh, Chandler Hutchinson, you know, two guys that, that are wing players. 
But you know, Chandler Hutchinson Hutchins had to stay healthy. Had, if Chandler Hutchinson could stay healthy, the Bulls would have a lot better depth. Than and Daniel Gafford, had. I love his athleticism. Talent translates to winning. That's, I agree with that too. That's what it is. I still that's, think you know, they're a superstar away. And that's well, the problem that's to you. Home. You're not going to yeah. get that guy through free agency. Scotty Pippen told us that. Um, that's true. What can we offer Giannis? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. He's not coming here. Yeah, it's not what no can we one, offer him. It's what can we offer him that another team can't. And we know no, Golden State's going to have no their one, eyes on No him. one wants to come play for this dysfunctional organization. It's a fact. It's a fact, yeah. No one wants to play for this organization. It's going to take some cocky mother trucker that wants to have the balls to take on the legend that is Jordan. Big, that's big what, what so, they need. That's what, what they need. So what y'all don't got no faith in Connor no, 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 no. So no, I do. You see what I'm, he did? You see what he no. did over in Denver? But no, yeah. yes. I, first he of all, have they won a title? On. Have two they things, won a title? Two, thi- two things about having the faith in Carnesovic. Have you seen right? Golden State? First of all, I mean, first of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, management already took away some of his power because Boylan's still there. We, we know he would have fired Boylan. There's no question about that. Right. Second of all, and I had this conversation with Rick Camp and I had it with Tony Gill. You can't be too sure about what his exact role was in Denver. Despite the fact we all agree that he probably had a hand in it, we don't know how much the final say works out because in the NBA, titles yep. are tricky. They will they will move you up and add some words to create another space to retain somebody else because the That's NBA true. has that rule about lateral moves. So while I have faith, it's already been damaged. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Already? Because of the boiling thing? No, I, I, I'm Hell fine. yeah. That was an under-the-table <laughs> under thing, man. That was no. an under-the-table thing, bro. I'm not worried about him in terms of the position. I feel like he's going to hire the right people. I'm really, it has nothing to do with him as the GM. The Bulls just need the superstar. Whether they draft him and he comes in right away saying, I want to be like D Rose did. Like D Rose knew what he wanted. Now that tragedy, that was the best we've been. Yeah, true. Like someone just has to want it. And and I'm not sure if that's going to be the draft or. The Bucks do something hey, wrong to piss off Giannis. You get you get, get Lamelo or Wiseman. You got your superstar. Exactly, I agree with that. Tyler, you back there creeping. I know you, you got know, something to say. <laughs> I heard somebody. Mm. As far as that, um, I it took me a while to come around on Zach, but I am firmly in the camp of Zach. He's one of two players to be in the top ten in scoring and three point percentage. Yeah, he's a baller. Hold on, time out. I just realized you're out in Colorado. I need some intel, brother. You're going to have to get yourself into the Denver Nuggets organization and find out what it's going to take because I'm hearing that they aren't necessarily sold on uh, Porter Jr. there. Let's let's do a let's do a Porter Jr. for Zach oh, Scott not, right now. Why not? I don't know they why not. not. No, is, there's very much love for Michael Porter Jr. out here. Every other jersey I see out here is Michael Porter Jr. It better be. It's either that or he's whatever. The reason he's the reason to win. Home. He's like, no reason win. That and, and Joker. And Bobo. Not Jamal Murray. For whatever reason, Jamal Murray's loved by the media out here. I'm not sure why. Because he's just the face. But I'm telling you, if Bobo can stay healthy, that man is a problem. If, if he can. Yeah. His body doesn't look like he can. But he's healthy <laughs> right now. He's, he's not healthy gonna, right he's, now. He's not going to stay Bobo wears the same man. thing as me. He, me and Bobo were the same, weighed the same exact thing, and I'm not seven foot two. I tell you that right now. <laughs> so. But did you see the finesse he had? My man's, man's skills. got game. My man's skill. got game. Yeah. So that entire roster really is, is a testament to that organization and what they can do. Now, they haven't won anything. And I, I'm, I personally am of the belief that they are capped as a really, really good team, a Western Conference finalist. I don't see them being a championship team. That being said, but it takes a lot of there. skill. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why, Will, I haven't completely lost faith in Carnesos because regardless of what role he had in getting those guys there, they got there and that team was a winning team. They, they did some positive things. They've done much more than the Bulls have um, recently. At least. So I, I just want to know – I think, I think my last question about this is, what do you guys see happening for the Bulls uh, in the next five years? Do you see them getting back on track at all, or do you think that we're going to keep repeating the same cycle? They'll make a playoff appearance or two. I, I, man, I can't even. It, unless they get rid of Boylan after this year, then it could be three. 
But if whoever comes in, it's going to take a year to build, to tear down whatever bunk is going to be around, going to be around this team because of Boylan. You brought a try-hard college coach to the pros. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Boylan got 20 years in, 20 years in the business. He is a long-time assistant. He comes comes from the hallowed Greg Popovich Spurs organization. But there's a reason he was, uh, there's a reason he was was an assistant coach for 20 years. I agree with that also. (laughs) Tibbs was like that. Tibbs was like that. Yeah, yeah, you know what guys love Tibbs. People love Tibbs. When Tibbs got here, when Tibbs got here, you could point to what Tibbs did well, right? When Boylan got here, all you could really say was Boylan was good at coach speaking. That's really all you could say. Now, I don't even think you could say he's good at it. He just knows how to do it. Like he's not good. I could just pick his ass out of line. I I got tired of hearing they got to play for the for the name across their chest, not the name across their back. They got to want it. They got to have the right amount of fear. Like what the hell are you talking about, dude? Boiling is not a motivator, bro. Boiling is not a motivator. Never has been. Never will be. You talking about what what they're gonna do in five years? I think they're at least four years away from even making making a dent. Man, we make one playoff three, appearance in five three, years. Maybe. Three to four. Maybe. Maybe. You, because you move, we're a long way away. We'll stumble so. into the eighth seed. If you move Boylan, corner service, if if he making the move, I think he can. If you get Wiseman or, or, or Ball and develop your other players, three, four years, you, you know, you, you'll be talking about the Bulls making, you know, making playoff runs. Not so not, I don't know if they'll be, be over the top, depending on where Giannis is. Because as long as Giannis is in the east, yeah, it's probably yeah. <laughs> he's gonna run in here for about 10 now, years at least. Let's yeah, transition from uh one I agree, one tragically run organization to another haphazardly one one in the Chicago Bears. We're gonna have to address it. The quarterback battle that's going on now between Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles. First off, who do you think is gonna win? <laughs> and then secondly. Who do you think finishes the season as a starter? Tyler, you laughing. Go ahead. Um, there shouldn't even be a battle. Uh, how The rule of thumb has been you need two to two and a half years from a rookie to see where they're going to be at, right? He's now on the final contract year of his rookie deal. A, a, a deal that they didn't pick up the fifth year on. They didn't even try to get the extra year out of him. Exactly. This shouldn't be a conversation. They just told Nick Foles, look, you got to earn it so he has to try in training camp. This, this, should, this is a done deal. It's going to be Nick Foles. In the my God. Game. My God. Travis? For the love of God. <laughs> For the love of God. Okay. How okay, is this team going to go 16-0? and 0? All right, let me, let me just say this real fast and real, real quick, Okay. I okay. Look, Mitchell Trubisky is a headache. He's a migraine. Okay, he's a walking nightmare. Okay, the man couldn't hit a target if it was wide open. All right, why? Why we even felt the need to trade for Nick Foles is beyond me. We had plenty of free agents out there that we could have went and got for absolutely nothing, but we chose hey. to trade for Nick Foles. I, I just, I just didn't get that. But that's a story for another day. But like, like, like Tyler said, why is there even a competition? Most quarterbacks, no, no, all quarterbacks, we know what they will be because in two we years. <laughs> it's a competition because we, we get it. You, make, you make mistakes in your rookie year. If you don't have it in two years, you don't have it. You don't have it, bro. You do not have it. And then the, the nerve of Matt Nagy to sit there in his little virtual press conference the other day and say, we're going to see what they both have in, in camp. Bro, don't lie to us, man. The, the, the kid glove management of Mitch Trubisky is embarrassing. It is, it is just embarrassing. And, and if they don't get rid of him after this year, I'm done. Okay, next man. Your turn. Will? <laughs> I, well, uh, my thoughts on it, uh, not picking up the fifth-year option, yeah, you, that, that tells Mr. Trubisky. Uh, I think that says two things. One, Mr. Trubisky, you are on your last leg. Yes, ma'am. Yep. You know, this is either make it or break it. If you don't prove it to us, you're done. And two, this is just a safe face for the organization to give a reason. Like, okay, 
We gave it, you know, we were high on them, just like all the other scouts. We embarrassed because we passed on Watson and Mahomes <laughs> for this game. We moved, and then we moved up. Moved up. And gave, we moved up and gave extra picks to get this guy because we thought he was the future. I, again, I don't know what what the thought process was <laughs> with, uh, when that move was made. Someone should be drug tested. But the competition with Nick Foles, I personally think because I think uh, uh, Nagy got something to prove and uh, GM, what's his name? I, Ryan, uh, I forget it. Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Yeah, Ryan Pace. I, I think they 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 still trying to prove like okay we did make the we did make the right choice. I think if um, Mitchell Jabisky don't come out if he doesn't start the season three and oh four and oh five and oh. Nick Foles is going to be get put in there. So, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you think Josh. they're waiting for the first opportunity to replace him then? Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I right. Josh, Josh, the first... real quick, right? Says, I'm sorry. Well, to answer your question, I I think we all in agreement, Tyler. Not to not to uh, talk for you, and we'll not to talk for you. I think we all think that that uh, Nick going going finish the season. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I personally think, it, it, like I said, if 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 the, if that if uh, Trubisky don't start out perfectly. Like on that run, yeah, exactly. And that, that if he don't, if he if he doesn't say the first five games, if he does, if he's not at least four and one, he gonna get replaced. Yeah. And he if gonna he have lose to start, the first two. Yep, he gonna if have he to lose the first two games, he's done in Philly. Right, if he lose the first yep. two games, he done. Exactly, he get yanked. I personally, I personally agree to. with that. I think that um, I think we see. Okay. I honestly think we, Mitch is gonna beat the Lions because he typically does. Um, I forget who week two is, but I think he'll I think he'll be okay in that game. Week three, I though, it's the Giants. Week three, though, they play Atlanta, and that's when it can get really ugly for him because Matt dicey, Ryan and those boys dicey, are going to be dicey. out there trying to prove something, um, and that concerns yep. me. Uh, one other thing that's concerning is that uh, Chuck Pagano, defensive coordinator for the Bears, came out and said that rookie cornerback Jalen Johnson, their second-round pick, one of two second-round picks, uh, has been slowed down a bit in virtual camp and minicamp by the – not virtual camp, but minicamp by his shoulder injury. Now, this is shoulder. Remember, he played all of last season with a torn rotator cuff or, or torn labrum. Is that concerning to you guys that he's not out there because there's a hole in that second cornerback spot, and if it's not him, it's going to be a Kevin Tolliver, and I'm not too thrilled about that. How do you guys feel about Jalen Johnson already being slow or still being slow by that uh, shoulder injury? It's not that big a deal to me. Um, not necessarily missing camp, you know, because a lot of players are missing camp and missing time and reps right now because of the pandemic. So it's not that big a deal to me. It's a big um, deal to me because it's because it's, it's a rookie. The most important thing for a rookie in a rookie season is get those reps. More, more, I mean, most importantly on on offense, on defense. Yeah, you, I mean, you can you can probably miss a little bit and, and, and ease your way back in easier than offense. But I think important. What, when once camp start, I think uh, rookies got to get the reps. You got to know, you know, you got to learn reads. Uh, football is more faster than college. Just it's boom, you know, the three step, the boom, boom, boom. That ball is gone. Oh, no, you I absolutely agree. You got to, you got to be able to say that we in a pandemic year. Had this been a regular, I mean, a regular year, I would definitely agree. But because of the rules we have, we have in place where you know less contact. Uh, you know, it, it, right. Only because of the pandemic, I say it's it's less of a bigger deal. Only Steven? because of the pandemic, right? Oh, and I, it might ahead. be a big deal as far as Will. I agree with you there. For a rookie, it's huge to not be in your first training camp in the in the National Football League. However, that is definitely not the biggest trouble with this defense now going into this year because Akeem Hicks has opted out. Yeah, because so, of the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. So, oh, hey, I know really Eddie cool. Goldman did, but Akeem Hicks did too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hear about Hicks. I heard about I didn't, Goldman. I, didn't hear Hicks. I knew about Goldman, but Hicks. No, Hicks. Hicks topped it out too. Was that, was <laughs> Hold that on, I'm about to check. if that's the case, like that's at the last minute. Whoa, no, yeah, the well, deadline my, passed. They didn't have anybody. Yeah, it's Goldman. Deadline, it was on Thursday. Goldman. I, that's I, Goldman. I heard. Yeah. I, I heard. I don't know if it's. A, I heard that Hicks opted out. That's what I heard too. Ooh, I got. I don't. I don't. I, ooh, I'm at the question. Bleacher Report official. I'm going to play because yeah, it's 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 only Goldman and I think uh, Jordan Lucas, the safety that opted out. I think Hicks is playing. 
I think he said. I think he, he might have been talking about Hicks. It's still. It's okay. I think I did have Hicks and Goldman mixed up. However, he might be. But I'm about to say. I'm about to say. But I had heard the same thing. He might. He might have backtracked it just the way. Just the same way. Dude from Buffalo backtracked it because I know he said he was opted out and then he uh, chose to play. He said he wasn't sure, and and people ran with him thinking that he was going right. to opt out. Right. Because I know he. I know he had put out that statement on Twitter. You know where he said people was calling him selfish. And um, which was yeah, that was I, I agree with people him. on Twitter attacking somebody. Never, ah, never. Get out of here. <laughs> that's where I do all my attacking, <laughs> and that's that's where all my violence takes place. Exactly, the only Twitch. violence I commit is Twitter. Absolutely, but we we got sidetracked. Tyler, you were saying your concern level. Um, it, it's rather high. I mean, not only with the quarterback situation, but on the defensive end. Like I agree with Will. It's huge to miss your first camp as a rookie. But it's scary because you don't know what kind of shape most of these guys are going to be in coming into camp and when the season does get underway, if it gets underway. Honestly, because – Pandemic year. We see the issues going on with baseball right now. And college I'm not football. College, yeah, the – or not UConn. Who, UConn, no, UConn, 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 yeah. UConn, UConn decided to the football season. Yeah. I mean, that, that's huge. It's absolutely huge because that's what started. That's how March Madness started. First, I believe it was UConn that said, we're going to skip the conference tournament. Yep. And then it was the whole Big East. And then, oh, we're not doing March Madness all of a sudden. Yep. So I'm, I'm skeptical. I'm still really skeptical on how everything's going. Yeah, Me basketball, too, man. but baseball, not so much. Steven, and, how do you feel about uh, Jalen Johnson missing out? Well, I don't really have many thoughts on that. I agree with Will that a, a young man missing his first season, you know, for the reps and all that stuff being slowed down. I don't like that at all. My number one concern with this team, and I'm not even going to discuss Mitch Trubisky because I have put that on the record over and over and over and over, and that will never change. My concern for this team is that if they perform too well, they mislead the front office into thinking that this is a Super Bowl contending team and that they have to believe in Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky again. Oh, God. These, <laughs> I need to is, think about it that way, man. That's my problem with this team. Is, I need yes. to think about it that way. And the, Nick what, Foles is not the long-term uh, answer. What's the long. best this team does? 11-5? and five? Mm. That, No. No, that not is, even. That that's is, what I'm that's, no, no. That's we what I'm saying. No. I'm thinking 7-9. and nine. I, I could see I, a nine I know, and seven. Exactly. I could see them eating it out, but, okay. but I can easily see. I think it'll be close games where they could go either or. So I could see seven and nine too. That's the that's the problem. I yeah, agree with you that yeah, you could get some right. fools gold this year where they our franchise enough, could change but, on the drop of a hat. Yeah, with one of the quarterbacks coming out next year. Yeah, yeah. Saying, who you will take? they be bad enough to that's get one? That's my question. That's we're not going to be. We're, no, we're not stopped out. Which Our I, defense will get us through a lot of days, man. Our exactly. defense will get us through a lot of games. And that's a great thing, and I agree with that, but I'm tired of getting through days. No, no. I want a number I, one pick. I am sick of that. Look, I, mm-hmm. look I, I get it, man. We've been a defensive team since the day before forever, but, mm-hmm. uh, okay, this is a new day. It's, it's our culture. Yeah, it's a problem. We need an offensive team mm-hmm. someday, one day. Okay, okay, um – um, Matt Nagy is an offensive coach. Why bring in an offensive coach if we're not going to have an offensive team? Yeah, I'm just, like, I'm it's just saying. Just, they're just it's 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 just beating a dead horse, and I it's just beating a dead horse. I hate hurting it's animals that much. That I'm tired of beating. Like, quite I'm frankly. tired of talking. Like this is just a joke. Yes, right. of course, the, comp- the the competition between Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles is because Nick Foles is so valued as a yep. backup quarterback. So the only Absolutely. value he'll have yeah. is if he's a backup quarterback. Uh, and then comes in to save the day. No, I agree with you yeah, on that. So, yes, spent, start uh, Trubisky. Let's go. Oh, man, ideally we start 0-4. Somehow the Lions stun us. Like, I mean, <laughs> yes. you know, we, I, 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 I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's, it's just going to be think, another misleading year. I think we're all in agreement that going to start, right? Yeah, yeah, he'll he'll come yeah, out. The, the no, no training start. camp is pretty much yeah. guaranteed oh, no, yeah, that he's, he's going to start. start. And we're yeah, all in agreement that he's trash. Yeah, no, I think he's dead. No, he's worse than Yeah, exactly. I don't have a problem with that. Anybody got a problem with that? I don't got a problem with that. Except, did you know that he has the highest passer rating 
when it's 66 degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> Did you what? know that? My man's so a beast. Be Hall of Fame. We spent so can we go, the entire so can we play stream. Every game in Miami? We spent the entire stream. No. <laughs> we spent we the entire that. stream talking about poorly run organizations. Let's close out by Welcome celebrating one of the best run in the in the area, at least, but probably in all sports, uh, at least of late uh, or uh, up until of late. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks, a team that was left for dead, and thanks to the Rona, actually, they actually one of the te- few teams that benefited from it. Um, they are included in the NBA, in the NBA, in the NHL's bubble, and they are close to making the playoffs. Can we get some words of kindness for the Blackhawks, please? They they were supposed to be done for. We've seen a rejuvenation. They First were all, done for. Yeah, they were. Like, they were eliminated. If regular, if, if the Rona doesn't happen, this team is not even close. <laughs> I think I said that they owed. I think I said that they benefited from Corona, fellas. What do you? What do you yeah. say? Hey, <laughs> we all believe this second chance is right. Hey, the most of it. except what the hell happened to Corey Crawford? My man's before last game was giving up five goals a game. He had the Rona. That's not an excuse. Hey, well, right, that Rona, Rona. Hey. <laughs> Coronavirus only stops taste and smell, not vision. <laughs> hey. Y'all gonna have to rest- it can give you fever-like symptoms, and you can and you can and you can and you can hallucinate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, but Corey has been dealing with injuries like for a few years now. Yeah, this that's true for him. Like, that's I like true. it though. I like you it. You guys are right. They were they were dead and out. But that's what makes this so incredible that they are so close to making the playoffs now when they were toast. So I feel bad for Connor McDavid because he is a filthy, filthy young hockey player. And he's going to be great for many, many years. But he literally just ran into the wrong group of human beings in a playoff situation. Salty vet yeah. hits you every time, man. That's the yeah, problem. It's, I mean, it's insane. You, you get Patrick McCann and in the playoffs, you can't count them out. Dude, Crawford, even the years they lost, even the years they didn't win at all. Like the year after they won their first cup, I think they were an eight seed. They played Vancouver, and I believe they were down 3-0. Game and they seven. forced game seven, and they lost in oh, overtime. Dude. Yeah, I know. The Sedan brothers or whatever the fuck they were hey, called. Hey, so forgive, the my, forgive, twins. My, the forgive my ignorance. Due, due to COVID-19-20, I mean, so due to COVID-19-20, um, <laughs> <laughs> when does the um, – COVID got the athletic seasons. <laughs> when does the, uh, the, the playoffs in the hockey start now? They start – uh, they're doing qualifying right now. I think it's called. Uh, it starts yeah, right now. I think the house. They got like a best of. They're in a best of five right now. They're yeah. up two to one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's right. wild. It's wild times. Right. It's wild times. Yeah, Man, yeah, before every, we go, everybody, drop three, your, drop your social Black media Hawks. handles so everybody knows where to find you. Go One's ahead. Like, Steve, the just, Black, go ahead. Go the Blackhawks do have three of the top one hundred NHL players of all time on their team hey, currently. They're all old as shit, but they are still. Three of the top 100 They can still skate. They got to be the team of the decade, right? Yeah, they have the most wins. I would imagine. If it's not, it's eight. Wait, I got to know those three now. Wait a minute, who old? What? I I know you ain't talking about Kane and Taos. Is that it? Yeah, Keith. Keith made it. Duncan Keith. Duncan Keith made it. (laughs) Dude, Duncan Keith has been such a reliable cornerstone. He's just – he's he's held together by sticks and bubble gum at this point. (laughs) Dude, it's no Marion Hosa. I'm I'm sure – I think – dude, honestly, I still think the Blackhawks are still trying to whip him out. They still want to throw him out for a a shift. Hosa? Yeah, Absolutely. What and have his skin come off with his gear? Yeah, he can't. Hey, yeah, that anymore. was it, right? That was it, right? Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, that's tough. I don't think he can Hosa like, was a baller or something like that. Man, like, they, he, he had a wild so disease. Tough. Yeah. Yeah, he so had tough. like he had like herpes simplex ten or something. Oh my gosh, oh Beverly Hills cop. I think oh Andrew he had he had the COVID nineteen twenty. Right. I think Andrew uh, Saad came back yeah. to the team, man. Like, there's yeah, just memories. Right, right, right. They're not going to win the title. <laughs> if, they, if they do, well, shit. What do you expect? If they, if they, if they do, look through Chicago. And, uh, listen, if they win it after after a few years of silence, all through Chicago, all you're going to hear is da 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 And I'm honestly one of those people because yeah, the past three years, I got it I could give right now. Two, two <laughs> F less about the Hawks. 
I love Patrick Kane. That man's a baller. Right. I mean, but, like, if they're not in the playoffs, I don't care. I got way too many other things to deal with, like the Bulls, <laughs> for example, because they're annoying as fuck. That sounds like me right there. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go, everybody drop your social media handle. Let's tell everybody where they can follow you at. Steven, go ahead, bro. All right. So on Twitter, you can follow me at Ryan 7 And Instagram, it's Ryan underscore 7. But I really want to give a shout-out to my Twitch channel. That's twitch.tv slash Ryan 7 Travis, I wanted to ask if your son was playing the new sensational game Fall Guy. Plum, hey, Antonio, plum, plum. you play Fall Guy, son? Antonio, you play Fall Guy? Does he have PlayStation? Yeah. He plays Xbox. Does he, does he have play, oh, Xbox? Time, That's all oh, he's for. shit. But he's a big sports head. You know, he's just like me. That's all he yeah. talks about. So sports, come get in this uh, 2K but, uh, action, y'all son. Me. Y'all can follow Twitch. me on Twitch.tv slash Alana Ryan 7. At Travis L. Thomas on all social media platforms. Will? Okay, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BigWillC77 and on Facebook, uh, William D. Clark, my government. Tyler? I've got the Twitter. You got T underscore Pearson 10 for the number 10, the letters F-O-U-R. Shout out to the No Countouts podcast. Um, You got the Twitter as well. All one word, No Countouts pod. Find it on Apple music and podcast player apps for android yeah yeah and as usual follow me on twitter at joshie buck the facebook page is clocker sports website clockersports.com and the email address clockersports at gmail.com man keep looking out because i'm telling you we just getting started and we're gonna keep on going until we can't go no more so hey, we, thought, we about to blow up with all that yeah. being said thank y'all for tuning in see y'all next too time. soon to make that reference <laughs> <laughs>